With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Minnesota. What? Super Bowl 52. I'm not saying anything today. You just said something. You totally ruined the plot. Sorry, everyone. Episode 151 live in the Mall of America. Yes. It's about the size of America. We're not live. Well, kind of are. We're sort of live. In this moment. We're right across from Moose Mountain, if anyone yeah. wants to come find us. Uh, we I have see na- Jim Rome over there, too. I do Damn. see Jim Rome. Uh, guys, we have an absolutely packed show for you today. Uh, coming up, we are going to have Stefan Diggs, Kirk Cousins, and Alex Smith. And I think all of them left today going, man, that was a lot of fucking fun. I think so. So I'm excited for you guys to see it. How have you been? You're busy as fuck. Everyone knows you now. It is weird. You're doing so... Usually, me and Sims, we walk around, we do our shit. But Sims has had to do, like, I don't know, he's, a thousand interviews. He's Bortles guy. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're Bortles yeah, what guy. What are you getting asked the most about? No, well, you know, actually, not too much about that. I, I, honestly, Lefko, I, I listen, I give a lot of credit to my career to both of you guys, especially Aww. Adam Lefko. I've Aww. said that before. No, because he does make me realize what the hell's going on. I stay so like on the grind of let me study football, let me study football. I don't even realize what I am at times. My point was, I don't really know what my point was there, but I, it's funny that I've come to this place where I feel like a few years ago when we were at Super Bowl 50. Yeah, San Francisco. Where everybody was like, oh, these annoying Bleacher Report people. And oh, Chris Sims, who the hell cares about him? To where now, yeah, people want to like talk to me, X's and O's football. And Ooh. I could tell people like really want me on their show. And I'm like, damn, okay. Because people guess. are chasing you down. Yeah, I, you have people swarming all over your it's, radio it's, uh, it's a good problem to have. And I want to also uh, think this is a great time to give a shout out to uh, three people. Chad Chambers, who's a fan that came up, was talking to us. Cool as and hell. And David and Dan Grunmeyer. Good dudes. Who came up. And they were doing the Bortles when we looked over. And, those and then guys they were brought fucking... up ass and legs too, right? Yeah, he, was, he was like, oh, see you later. Legs and ass. <laughs> awesome. And then Sims turned around and said, hey, let me see your ass. And he showed it. And, and I said, it. it's very white manish. You need to work on that. Not a left tackle. <laughs> uh, let me go before we get going. Uh, any 51s for us? Oh. Zero 51s on Rutgers. Uh, Skip me. Dick Buckus. Okay, Dick Buckus, Hall number, of Famer. The best number 51. Bernie Williams, center fielder for the New York Yankees. 51. 51. Hold on. Don't tell me yet. I'm missing somebody else. Gosh. That's there it. are two centers in the NFL that wear 51. Oh, Alex Mack. That is one. Damn. And then the other one, I don't know. Mike Pouncey. Mike Pouncey, duh. Got a bunch of random uh, defensive players. Kamalai Correa, Kyler Fackrell, John Simon, Frank Zombo, Kyle Emanuel, Stephen Means from the EAGLES Eagles, Sean Spence, Kendall Beckwith, Will Compton. Bigger names. 
Jamie Collins, Damn. Todd Davis, Paul Puzlozny, Manti Teow, Bruce Irvin, and Malcolm Smith, former Super Bowl MVP. Hall of Famers, Dick Buckus and Jim Ringo. Great nicknames, Dave Dog Manders, 10-year Cowboy, won a Super Bowl. Jim Morrissey, his nickname is Smells. He was a linebacker for the 85 Bears. Good players. We're in Minnesota. Ben Lieber. Oh, I was going to say Ben Lieber. I Were said, you really? I saw, he's around here. He is. I just saw him. Yes. Okay. Sam Mills, great linebacker for Carolina. Yes, Carlos great. Emmons, Dominic Rayola, 14-year center for Detroit. Right. Takeo Spikes. Oh, man. Lofa Tatupu. Sledgehammer. William Thomas, linebacker for the Eagles. Ted Thompson. That's right. The former GM of the Packers were 51 when he was a linebacker for Houston. Wow. And because we're at the Super Bowl, there have been... One guy that wore 51 that won four Super Bowls, Lauren Taze of the Steelers. Three Super Bowls, Monty Coleman, Randy Cross of the 49ers, 49ers yep. and Ken Norton Jr. Oh. They each wore 51 and won three. That's right. Two Super Bowls, James Farrier and Zach Diossi of the Giants. Zach Diossi. Excuse me. Yep. One Super Bowl, uh, Brian Cox, Brady Papinga, Gerard Mayo, John Mobley, who deflected the pass from Brett Favre. Right. And our good friend John Vilma. Ah, big John Vilma won, with the Saints that year. Yep. And then there's one former actor that I said, you know, the biggest actor that used to play was, uh, what's his name? The one from uh, Happy Gilmore. Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers. This guy's very popular right now. He was in White Chicks. He wore 51 for the Rams, Chargers, and Washington. You haven't seen White Chicks? No, I have not seen White Chicks. Good one. I know the movie out. you're talking about. Terry Crews. Damn, I would have never got Do you know that. who that is? Yes, of the course. Really the old dude. spice crazy guy? Yeah, he wore 51. Right. Uh, so we're sitting in the airport in LaGuardia, and we're getting ready to come out here, and Mad Dog walks by. <laughs> and Fendrick goes, oh, my God, he looks ridiculous. I go, it's Mad Dog. <laughs> Out of nowhere. But did, was he so happy, though? Because he loves Mad Dog. He, he well, kind of oh, froze. I was pumped, yeah. So then he walked by. We're he like, walked we'll by. Just, we'll let him go. Right. And then here lumbers in Big Fucker. The Big Fucker. Big Phil Sims. And he's walking by. And I go, hey, Big Fucker. And he goes, oh, and he comes over. And then Mad Dog comes over and comes right behind him and hits him. And goes, hey, Phil, how you doing? How you doing? <laughs> and we're just watching. I'm watching Big Phil and Mad Dog interacting. It was great, man. I'm yeah. totally frozen at this point. You're, I'm yes, not saying you're anything. just sitting there, yep, right? Just watching and just taking you know, it all. You know in. Josh's face when he sees something and it's really great, and he's just like, uh, "Yeah." He was like, "Oh my god, this is incredible!" And if Francesca had walked over, oh, man. that would have set it to another level. Then you sat there at the gate, and that started what my dad talking your ear off from that point on. So he starts talking, and we're talking about everything under the sun, and and then uh, he go, I go, "What what C do you build, Phil?" And he goes, uh, "I'm three B." And I was like, oh, I'm 3A. We get on the plane, and, we and, and dude, we were there for three hours. Yeah, you thought you had a big mouth. 80%. I mean, look, your dad tells amazing stories. He does. Telling stories about having footage of Bill Belichick in Paris. He's talking about, uh, you know. Um, See, that's the, that's the shit that drives me crazy about my father. No, he doesn't ever tell it. See, you just you happen to spark something in his brain. Yes. That's what happens to him occasionally. It's some stranger will say something, and all of a sudden I'll hear a story, and I'll be like, man, Dad, I've asked you that fucking question 90 million times growing up, and you yes. never gave me that answer. Me and Camister got on the plane, and we looked at your dad, and then we looked at Lefko, and we're like, Phil, we're sorry, man. You're going to have a long flight. No. Lefko's not going to shut up. 
we get off the plane and Lefko goes, you guys thought I was going to do all the talking? I didn't talk at all on that flight. I had so much work to do. I opened up my big journal. I start writing and he goes, I mean, Adam, look at this with his big ass arm. He elbows me. Look at this. I mean, what defense is Dallas playing against Carson Wentz here? The corner's going, oh, I'm an idiot. And I'm an idiot. And I'm like, God, you're just like your son. And I kept going. That's funny. Sims, Christopher. I kept correcting (laughs) myself. Yeah, right, right. But, uh, he just loves football, man. Loves it. He kept saying this. Yeah. He goes, I don't understand why everybody isn't doing what Tom Brady's doing. And I said, I don't know. I mean, I think he just cares more and he's just a little bit crazy. And he goes, I don't know. He goes, his health and all that stuff. He goes, I think he's going to lead a generation. I just, man, if I could be that age and blah, blah, blah. Like, he wants to do it. He, and he, he talked was about doing his, it. And he talked about his muscles and his and the doctor for an hour and a half. Well, he, he I, I'll, I'll, listen, my dad for a, a time, for a long time, was the oldest quarterback to start a playoff football game and win one. Really? Yes. He was, I believe, 38 years old in 93 when they beat the Vikings uh, in a wild card game. And he took tremendous care of his body. So, yes, he still looks you know, looks at it that way. I mean, he, uh, like we always joke around. I mean, he's lifting weights. He thinks Parcells is going to call him for a game here soon any day. For he's, real. Hey, might call me. i got to get ready. i got to squat. Uh, oh, my back hurts, Christopher. Oh, no shit, Dad. You're 61 and, and you're, you're squatted 400. 400 pounds, you dumbass. Um, he really can, and he's fucking huge. He can talk like no other, and he needs a podcast or a show. Well, that's Pre-game, what he comes on here. I mean, he needs more. I, you, I, he comes on. We comes on on with us on the podcast on Wednesdays and Thursdays, and he calls me when I get home that night, he and wants he wants to have more. another conversation. I'm like, Dad, I've been fucking talking all day long. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Call he, me right he, now. He leans and he goes, Adam, you want to know what I think the Patriots are going to do? I said, What? He goes, I think they're going to attack Kelsey. He thinks that on passing downs, they're going to put Trey Flowers above Kelsey mm-hmm. and just try and overpower him. Yeah, I can see that. Kelsey, if there's a weakness to his game, it's that. Yeah. And it's yeah. funny because I go, I go, do you know this? Like, did you hear this from someone? He goes, I know, Adam. I know because I watched. That, and I was I, like, okay. I'd be careful of that, though. Because the Eagles are the type of team, too, that, oh, it's third and five. They're not afraid to call a running play if you got Trey Flowers over, you know, Brandon Brooks and Kelsey, and they'll push him back 10 yards yeah. and just run it right up the middle. Everyone's asking me if I'm nervous, and I'm not nervous yet. You're just not thinking. I'm not. I'm too worried about all these interviews yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, but I would be remiss if we didn't start. We usually do our favorite coach, Kyle, Kyle Shanahan, Shanahan. And who better to talk about it with us than the man – Kirk Cousins, who used to play for Kyle. Yeah. Here's Kirk. It is that time of the show, Sims, where we talk about our, our favorite, favorite coach, coach in the Kyle NFL, Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan. <laughs> so that is one of our amendments. It is amendment number two, that so, Kyle Shanahan is our favorite coach in the NFL. So therefore, since you're, well, now you're his second favorite quarterback right. in the NFL because exactly. Jimmy G took you, took your spot. Sorry, Kurt. Right. I was pissed. <laughs> I was excited. But all the stories that came out about him believing in you and all that, can you explain to people what is in Kyle's head that makes him such a good play caller and an offensive coordinator? Well, it matters to him. You know, he's not just uh, calling plays from a call sheet, spinning a Rolodex and picking something out and hoping that it works. I mean, he he really studies it. He wants to study it. He's the guy that back when he was a quality control guy in Tampa, he was getting up in the middle of the night to watch cut-ups of curl burst and see how it works against quarters coverage and against three deep and just really understand the ins and outs of football. And that all that investment over years has paid off well. And now he's really 
you know, knows the game, studies it so well, it matters to him, and it shows in the way he game plans and calls plays. Curl burst. Look at him over here using that. curl. Right the, the old halfback burst out of the backfield like Lefko's going to know. Kirk Cousins, <laughs> the main man. Well, what's funny is, is I was so shocked. I would talk to Sims, and he'd go, you know, not everyone cares as much. Not all the coaches no, right, in the NFL yeah. care. Yeah. So when well, you, I used to say to Lefko, just like you said, that play callers just call plays sometimes. There's no rhyme or reason. Right. But the good ones, which you've been a fortunate a to be around. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. There's Jay, Sean, and Kyle. Yeah. yeah, it's hard work. I mean, it, you know, it's human nature in any line of business. I'm sure in the work you guys do, there's guys who just throw their helmet out there and hope it goes well and just want to basically collect the check. And there's other right. guys who are willing to put in the extra time, even if they know it may not guarantee a return, but they want to do it because it matters to them. They want to be the best, and yeah. those are the kind of guys you want to be around in any well, line of work. You get you went and got a fucking office. Like, yeah. dude, you, you nerded out. And I respect that. You got a little private office with a whiteboard because yeah. you needed a space. Yeah. Sims and I didn't have desks at Bleacher Report <laughs> for like two years. I still don't. It's driving me crazy because I want to watch film and I got to go hide in the office somewhere. Why, why did you, you need that office? What, what about it did you need yeah. to do in the lab? Well, there was no quarterback room in the building, so there was no place to leave my stuff to kind of – uh, basically make sure that when I left for the night, I could just kind of leave it there and come back in the morning and it'd be untouched. And so I just wanted a space where I could kind of spread stuff out, save old notes, refer back to them, just have stuff saved and compiled and a video, you know, laptop set up where I could, you know, save cut-ups and have it all there for me. So, you know, it just was a, was a benefit that I thought maybe I had earned enough clout to ask for and yeah. they were kind enough to let me have it. But uh, it did make a difference for me. I felt like it helped my preparation, helped me, you know, just have a little more clarity as I got ready for each, each game. I, I, I'm he the, cares I, so much. Oh, I, I he is. love it. This is why the Shanahan's love him. They think yeah. he's like park computer over here. He's like, <laughs> yeah. oh, oh uh, curl burst. Uh, but, uh, yeah, you're going to – I know, we're fools over here. No, uh, okay, so I want to just know this. Uh, and, and I know McVay, Shanahan, awesome. Like, yeah. but what's the like when you think about them both? What's the one difference and the one similarity? The just first thing that pops to your head where you just go, okay, with Kyle and McVay. Yeah, there's so many similarities with their pers- with their uh, football side yes. and the way they approach the game. I think their personalities are a little different. Yeah, and right. I don't know how to describe each of them, you know, individually. But I know Sean is like Mr. Upbeat, Mr. Ra- relational, Mr. Like, I don't know. How you doing, buddy? Yeah, you know, he's, high, he's high very energy. Gruden. Gruden, yeah, yeah. John Gruden. Yeah, he is. I've oftentimes said he's like a mini John Gruden. Right. And uh, that's not Kyle, you know. But yes. Kyle's the same guy who'll call you, leave a voicemail, and tell you, you know, how awesome you are. And yeah. But it's just it comes from a different. You were awesome, bro. You tore yeah. their ass up. You're like that's Kyle, yeah, yeah, different, different personality. Right. Um. So they're, but again, they're trying to get the same things done. They're both leaders, but uh, yeah. just maybe a little different personality. Yeah. Right. I was wondering. So you got Jay Gruden as your coach, and you guys played so many Monday Night Football games. You have John Gruden interviewing you. Is it weird when the brother is interviewing you and his brother's your coach? Well, I'm used to, you know, Mike Shannon was my head coach. His son Kyle is the offensive coordinator. Oh, you're all in the I'm families. used to, you know, it, by, by the way, I mean, the NFL and football in general and the coaching world, there's a lot of nepotism, you know. There's a lot of family well, shit, North Turner's entire family tree yeah. is in the Oh, my you know, God. Sean McVay's grandpa ran the 49ers all those wow. years they won the Super Bowl. So right. it's all connected, and uh, you just learn that's a part of the, the way it works. But a lot of respect for the Grudens, a lot of respect for John and Jay, and uh, – yeah, it's fun when you have those all those connections and kind of know people through other people. Are you getting a lot of fans that are coming up to you going, "Play for my team"? Like, are you not not the media asking questions, but are fans going, "Come on, Kurt, come to us"? I mean, yeah. I mean, it's happened in the airport on the way here. It happens here in the mall, and uh, it's always nice to be wanted. You know, because it, it feels good. <laughs> that's got to be rare. I mean, for a long time, you were going, what do I need to do to get respect? And now it's yeah. that beautiful tipping point where yeah. you have everyone by the fucking balls, Kirk. <laughs> well, it's we, great. You know, we talked about it earlier that, you know, Chris was saying that, uh, you know, it's 
there's always going to be criticism. Even if you accomplish what they're saying you can't do, then they'll find the next rung that right. you have to achieve. And so, you know, I guess it's fun to see the actual fans behind the teams or behind the media mm. that are saying, we love you, man. Like, we're a fan of you. Even in Washington, you know, we want you to stay. And sometimes you forget that because all, all you may hear, what you may know is, is the criticism and what you're not doing. And you realize that's only coming from 5 or 10% of the people. And the vast majority is really in your corner. So that's encouraging. So all options are open right now. All of them. I mean, all of them. I mean, franchise tag, maybe yeah. another team, maybe long-term contract. Yeah. I mean, what's, what's, how do you approach this right now and where are you at? What, what are you thinking about? What's going through your brain? Well, you know, the last two years, I just kind of played it passively and let the Redskins tag me and, and go from there and be content with that and, and just basically not have to do much. And I think this year the same way. And I'll just let the tag deadline come and go and see what they want to do. And then from there, if, if they don't tag me, then I'll, you know, uh, be a little more uh, active and, and see what I want to do. But uh, until then, just enjoy the offseason, enjoy February and relax and and uh, not have to worry too much about it. If you tag them, if they tag you, I should say, are you just going to let it ride again or are you going to try to work out a long, long-term deal? Because, I mean, well, you're, you know, you're I the think... ultimate gambler right now. I mean, you are winning. I mean, oh, I, I don't know where your cash is in your pockets, <laughs> like I said before. where the, There's no lumps in there. Uh, no lumps, no, no knots. But, uh, yeah, I... Uh, you know, I, I think that we can cross that bridge and we come to it. But, yeah, yeah I mean, I'm the kind of guy who will do what I've done before, which is, you know, I'd sign the tag. I'd be fine with it. No complaints. Uh, no reason to complain. And, yeah. Um, you know, and then we'll have those conversations after that to say, hey, you know, uh, what do you want to do here long term? What does that look like? But uh, I'm happy with signing the tag if that's what they want to do. Right. Kirk, I, yeah. don't blink if you want to go to the Jaguars. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't they didn't blink. He's going. Put it out on Bleacher Report. He's going to the Jaguars. He didn't blink. I thought we were breaking news. Kirk Cousins going to the Jaguars. Man, if you went to them, I think you'd win like two Super Bowls in a row. Well, it's all about winning, and uh, I've learned that you know you can you can make money playing this game, but man, it doesn't make the drive home from a loss feel any better. And uh, mm. you know you want to win, and, and you know it's it is nice. Don't get me wrong; it's a business. It's nice to be well compensated, but I kind of would say I've, I've been there and done that and now I want to win and that's what it's about and that's where my focus will be my thing is let this drag on let G- <laughs> let, let Jimmy sign his contract let all these other contracts build yeah. up and then your number goes up yeah. too you're in a great yeah. spot I'm happy for you oh, I appreciate it really happy it's, it's <laughs> crazy it, it, I've never, it's I don't this is unprecedented in NFL history where a franchise quarterback is could be on another team and also I talked about it this a little with him earlier like I get frustrated with the Kirk Cousins thing. You know, you do. You do too, yes. Lepko. He gets you get disrespected, and I don't understand it sometimes. And I just want to let you know that we're in your corner and we are sticking I, up for you because it's a lot of bull that. crap. I mean, even Jay Gruden at the end of the year, I'll say it again. I don't give a damn. What was? I mean, oh well, he's great quarterback, but uh, we were a seven and nine football team, and he, oh, but does I mean, come on, I just yeah. longest injury report injury in report ever. You had a different offensive line every week. You got your ass beat into the ground all the time. I mean, don't you get sick of the disrespect at times? I've also gotten used to it in the sense that I just know it comes with the territory. It's okay. And yeah. uh, uh, Mostly, you know, I, yeah. I, I understood what he meant by the comment. You know, you have to kind of read between the lines right. and understand what he means. But at the same time, you know, he knows and I know. It's slightly more complicated than yes. we're 7-9 and nine because of the quarterback. Right. And, you know, you certainly wish that was, that was clarified. Right. So I see that you have a 2000 GMC That's Savannah correct. van. Yeah, 140,000 miles on it. What? I've realized you are the football Kanye West. So Kanye has a lyric where he says she she couldn't afford a car, so she named her daughter Alexis. Okay, you have a dog named Bentley. Oh, I like that. That's and good. You're, you know, That's and good. You're, you have a conversion. Van. But he yeah. can afford a Bentley. And his son's name is Cooper. 
So the dog and son, that's Bentley Cooper. <laughs> Bentley Cooper? Bentley Coop. Like the mini, the, or back. the mini Cooper. That's good. I like that. I never thought of that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I also, I'm, I, I do like cars, but, uh, yeah, here you, got some you know, other stuff. I like to keep it simple. And I like to, you know, I'm, I'm a used car guy. That's kind of my thing. So even if I do buy a Bentley, I'm going to buy like a 2004 Bentley. You know, I'm just going <laughs> to, you know, get the used one, make sure the depreciation has already happened. And you pet the car and you go, no one respects you either. Look at this guy. That's amazing. Bentley. I like it. Where does that come from? Is that from your parents? Like how does, who, who instilled yeah, that? Yeah, man. You know, I just, I believe, you know, when I retire from this game, I want to be able to have total freedom. I don't want anybody to tell me that I have to be somewhere at some time. Mm, and so I know uh, that if I save now, I can have total freedom later. And freedom's a good thing. And so I'm planning for the future. And the eighth wonder of the world is compounding interest. Damn, so you're going to be able I'm to build and buy the eighth wonder of the world here soon. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so what is the dream scenario? We have an older Kirk Cousins. His sons are growing up. What is the? What do you see? What's that older life? You know, I tell people, you know, I joke with my quarterback coach, Kevin O'Connell. I said, you know, I got X number of years, you know, left in the NFL, and then I'm going to disappear, man. I'm going to go back to West Michigan where I came from, kind of like Jared Allen when he retired, right off into the sunset, and you may never hear from me again. And uh, I'll just disappear, and it'll be a good run until then. And uh, at that point, I'll tap out, and you may never hear from me again. So we'll see. (laughs) All right. Yeah, I hear you. I, hey, listen, I'm stuck here doing this crap. I wish I would have made your money. I wouldn't be doing this shit, I'll tell you that. Oh, man. You, you faced uh, a lot of good teams. You faced Philadelphia. Uh, I'm an Eagles fan, and I'm just curious. Diehard Eagles fan. Die you got to be excited then. Yeah. I'm, I'm thrilled. Are you nervous? I didn't expect this to so happen. So nervous. Are you nervous? Oh, Tommy's coming. I don't oh, think no. it's going to hit me until Sunday. Yeah. I think my parents are coming, yeah. Yeah. and that's when it's going to really hit yeah. me. This and is then number 12 close, is going to walk know, on the field. The game. So I have already predicted, I did a whole video with Sims's help, that the Eagles are the 1990 Giants, and that it's going to come down to Goskowski pulling a Scott Norwood and wow. missing one wide right. Wow. And I own Old that strategy. outcome. If it happens, I am a genius, and yeah. I feel great. Yeah. My thing is, is they're facing the Patriots. You face the Eagles twice. What do you think? From your perspective, yeah. what do you think about this game? <sighs> You know, I, I do think the Eagles can do it. Uh, obviously, the prediction, the popular pick is going to be the Patriots. But um, I respect the Eagles' pass rush, respect their defensive line. Right. Uh, you know, Nick Foles has shown he can play, he can do it. And uh, they do have some talent on offense. And I like Coach Peterson. I think he knows what he's doing. And Jim Schwartz on defense. And it's football, man. In this league, there's so much parity. Anything can yeah. happen. But, man, the experience of the Patriots is so hard to bet against. Right? But uh are you going to be wearing Eagles colors all week? I see no, you got the midnight just, green on. Just now. I just want to, you know, set the tone. I knew you were coming. I want to remind you about week one. You know, yeah, Fletcher right. Oh, what a yeah. Jerk. Yeah, I right. still think that wasn't a fumble. I, I don't it think was it was a fumble. We, we were what there. I don't understand yeah. was, I've never said this before, but, like, the ball went forward right. and hit something and then came back. Right. So I was like, how does the ball go forward and it not be a I don't we know. We don't You're, know what it was not catches. Empty. Yeah, that's, that's right. what I mean. That was the start of the Al Riveron right. issue, okay, right With that there. pass rush, I don't know that we were going to go down and score anyway. So. Yeah, is it, I mean, that's the big difference with them when you just you think about them, you think about those guys up front and just how big and, and ferocious they are. Yeah, and they keep, they keep getting better because, like, 2012 and 13, I don't remember Fletcher Cox and Brandon Graham being so dominant and right. so game-changing as they were this year or even a little bit last year. Yeah. And so that's where I say Coach Schwartz probably has gotten the best out of them but then you add Vinnie Curry and you add Barnett the first round pick Chris Long Chris Long I mean they've really invested in that D-line and 
it's paid off. It's shown that you know having an elite pass rush with a lot of depth where you can rotate guys in seems to make a big difference in the in the in the effectiveness of your team and your yeah. defense. And it helps to have Malcolm Jenkins in the back end and some good corners and some other good players at different positions. But uh, yeah, they got a great team. I got a random Washington question from when we were talking about the team this year. I feel like a lot Greg Minuski's name would come up, right? And you guys would be in a game Raiders Monday night where you're you're supposed to lose, yeah. and that defense came out yeah. like a ball of fire. Right. What does he do to those guys to get them at that level? Because Sims always said he just gets the most out of people. Yeah. What, what I was he... always impressed with like sure. his zone coverages, where you yeah. know if they were in like a three by one set, he always seemed to have all the guys dropping where the the concept was. Sure. And that to me always showed a good D coordinator that knows how to break a team down. Yeah, and I think having he played like twelve years in the NFL as a special teams guy, so right. he, he knows the grind. He knows what it's like as a player. He, so in a lot of ways, he's going to be a player's coach. He's going to side with the players or understand what you know their grievances and um yeah no, i think he does a great job he does a good job of disguising coverages playing split safety coverages that um you know the corner has ability to read flat routes and jump routes while also sinking with a vertical route and so there's some freedom there in the corner's responsibilities and and uh, good disguises by the secondary that make life tough for a quarterback and uh no they were dominant that night against the raiders yeah. and, and boy when we got those performances from them it just made life so easy for me as a quarterback do you don't want to go into coaching no, I, you know, the hours are just crazy, it's man. Ridiculous. I just, I don't just the understand. Way you talk. I, I mean, don't understand how it's sustainable. I, I would say to Sean McVay, who would sleep on his couch in the office, you know, repeatedly and get two or three hours of sleep at night. I was like, I don't know how that's sustainable, man. And I'm like, I, I fear for your health, you know, and I would tell him like, go home, you know, yeah. I, I'll be okay. You, you know, we can make it on Sunday, even if you get six hours of sleep. So, um, and he said he did, you know, better at that this year, I think, but, uh, you know, the grind of that, I just, I'd rather get my sleep and, uh, Don't like I it. said, maybe go back to West Michigan and just disappear. And just hide. Well, you got you to gotta sell right I'm now. Uh, Kirk Cousins, this is how this is going to work. You are going to pitch us. We are not going to sure. help you. All right. You're going to do your pitch, and then we will grade you from 1 to 10 oh, uh, yep. how we think you are as a salesperson for Verizon. Kirk All Cousins, right. go ahead. All right, guys. So I'm here with Verizon, and uh, we already know it's the best network going. I mean, that doesn't even need to be said, but I'll say it anyways. And, uh, just so you know, Verizon has done a ton this to support this Super Bowl week. They uh, uh, have increased their network in the Minneapolis area by 500% to prepare fans for this week. They also, two years ago, started arming this stadium with the technology needed to make sure the fans inside the stadium had the experience they needed and wanted Super Bowl Sunday. So they've gone all out to make sure the fans have what they need. They've also started a loyalty program called Verizon Up, which um, uh, they want their customers to join. Uh, and as a result, or as an incentive to join, they've uh, created a Verizon Up Lounge this week in downtown Minneapolis with all kinds of uh, interactive stuff. You can meet NFL players. I'll be there this afternoon. There's a place to sit to charge phones, access VIP access to concerts this week. So I would encourage any Verizon customer to go to the My Verizon app, become a loyalty member, and uh, and get involved. And if you're not a Verizon customer, come on over to the best network there is Ooh. and uh, and become a loyalty member. I'm on. And, I'm uh, on Verizon. What do you think? Um, Sam's, what's your grade? Oh, here you go. <laughs> I, I mean, I would franchise him as a quarterback, but as a salesman, I'm not. I'm not franchising him. Sorry, uh, just a six. I'm, Sorry. I'm going to say this. I need more reps, I man. I do not. I do not think that anyone is going to give us more information. No, that was information. <laughs> Look at the guy's wrote notes down. He circled it. I he know. Has, I'm going to go with a very solid eight. Very solid eight. Because I, I truly believe that when you get a pitch person for Super Bowl week. <laughs> 
they don't expect all this information to come out. Definitely Kirk, not. you are. You know, if I if I botch this contract thing and blow all my money on Bentleys, yes, I'll have to become a salesman when I'm done playing. Man. So I appreciate the reps you guys have given me today to become a better salesman in case this thing all goes. <laughs> Woo! You'd have to go through. really crazy to blow all that money. I'm just telling you. I, I probably would. Hopefully that doesn't happen. <laughs> what do you do? Anything impromptu? Do you do anything spur of the moment? Or I feel like everything's planned with you. Yeah, you know that's. Does maybe, your wife ever go? You know, I'd love yeah, some she spontaneity. Does. Yeah, she does. Yeah? yeah, she likes surprises and that kind of a thing. And that's just not how you my schedule like random flowers, yeah, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so, that's the way we are as quarterbacks. I'm I the can same get way. better in that area. There's always room for improvement, right? See, I just forget shit. You guys are just so orderly. <laughs> like he's like, yeah, he's got a leg up on me. I mean, I'm I'm that way, but you're you're more than me. Yeah, man. I, I try to be a planner because I hate getting exposed, especially on something I could control. But. Uh, no, you and my wife both would ask the same question, you know. Can we do something spont- spontaneous or yeah. surprise me? It's like, never I, thought of that. I just <laughs> took my girlfriend on a helicopter ride. Okay. Do it. All right. Because what happens is they're midway in the air, and you can't hear them, but they go, and you're like, yeah, <laughs> I did it. All right, Kirk Cousins, All right. Uh, we are so happy for your success. Yep. Thank you. Uh, he is not a good quarterback. He is a great quarterback. And I think that you want your best player to lead by example. And I think it's clear that you do that. Whatever happens, you have the whole league by the balls. <laughs> your life will be great. But right now, dude, I want you to win. And whether that's Washington, whether that's Jacksonville, whether that's Denver, wherever it is, good luck to you, dude. We're fucking happy for you, (laughs) and we're excited. All right. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Thanks for coming on. Yep. talked about the best celebrations in the NFL. Yes. And for two weeks, Stefan Diggs was our number one leader in best individual celebration. He was. With the sturdiest Millie Rock. So sturdy. I mean, man, was that <laughs> shit Can you sturdy? explain to Sims what sturdy means? Uh, Lean forward just, a little. You know, like, I would say when someone can Compare study to like really well. Right. Do really really well. well. Okay. Yeah. I got you. Then you do have a sturdy Millie Rock. <laughs> <laughs> so the winner, though, of our celebration of the year individual, it was Golden Tate. What do you do? For his people's elbow. That was and excellent. You like this. You know, so he goes up and he goes down. Ah. And every week I would bring a new celebration yeah. to Sims. I say, is it better than the people's elbow? It won every week. Do you agree? Listen, they had some good settings this year. They did. did. I would say group-wise, we won. Group-wise, you you had had Duck, Duck, Goose. Uh, They had the bobsled. They called it Gray Duck around here. Gray Duck? Duck, the Gray Duck. We'll talk about that later. Whatever. Uh, (laughs) What else? We had Leapfrog. Oh, Leapfrog leapfrog was good. You had Freeze Tag. Yeah, we had some of the childhood. You did. You were in our, like, group celebration. Now that I think about it, the NFC North was all over. was all over. The Packers, they had the bobsled. Yeah, they had the bobsled. That was dope. The Lions, they had Rock'em Sock'em Robots. Damn, the NFC North. We do the celebrating stuff over here, I guess. Coming up in the world. Yeah, right. Um, all right, so I want to ask you this. When did you finally go, holy shit, that play happened? When was not, like, the excitement? When were you, like, in bed and went, oh, it happened? Probably that night, that night when I when Did you all sleep kinda, that night? No, I didn't sleep at all. I didn't sleep until, like, 5. But it was more so, like, damn, that was an all right play. Like, that was, that was one of my all best right plays. Play. Man. Holy like, shit. Yeah, that was kind of That crazy. is NFL films will be played thousands of times. 
I mean, we were yelling, get out of bounds, get out I of bounds. I was yelling, you're like, Everybody what the fuck, get out, get out, what, <laughs> score. <laughs> it was unreal. I coached, my coach on the sideline, everybody was like, probably like similar reaction like this. Oh, 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 go out of bounds, go out of bounds, go out of bounds. Then it was out of nowhere, it's like this. Oh, you see, if you see the reactions on the sideline, it was crazy, bro. But when, when the ball was in the air, you knew Marcus Williams was the only guy behind yeah. you. And you knew if he if didn't he missed, hit you, you, you were going to be gone. Right? But it was so it was so crazy because he knocked his own guy out. Right. Like, like that guy might have had a chance Crawley. to try to make a play. Yeah, but right. he, got, he knocked him out. And I was like this. I look back twice, two hit checks like I'm driving. Yeah. yeah. It's a wrap. Yeah. And your helmet toss. You like that? Oh, fucking A. It was legendary shit, too. You just stood. <laughs> so you throw it and you stand there. It's like gladiator <laughs> shit. Right? It was one of those. Are moments. you not entertained? <laughs> you ever seen, uh, well, not ever seen. You've been a kid where you do that little thing where uh, you had a football. It's like five, four, yeah, three, yeah, two, yeah. one. That's right. how it was. Like It was like those childhood things. And, you know, when I got that moment, I just I, was, I just took my helmet off. Like, just like Have you got any cool texts, any cool, like, Instagram DMs? Yeah. What's the coolest one? Uh, I got I had a got a couple. Young Dolph commented on the um on my photo. Yeah. One of my photos. Uh, I got a couple of them. You know, I got you know my cleats was the future cleats. He had posted them. Uh, the DS twos. Nice. You, did you see them? Of course. Yeah, future. They were, they were pretty cool. I, I didn't see the cleats. Sorry. He doesn't. What's up with your man? Uh, like, I just watch football, man. I'm, I'm, <laughs> he I'm sits just in a room watching football, and I go, Hey Sims. The Migos just dropped an album. It's really good. They keep me up to date on all, like, social media, all that. Like, I work for Bleacher Report. I I don't do Instagram. I don't do Twitter. I don't do anything, man. Where does he live at? I don't know. Under a rock somewhere. (laughs) He literally is like, so what's a tweet? I got to admit something to you, though. You're going to tell the truth. I'm an Eagles fan. Oh. I can tell. Yeah, this is completely... Random. But like a weird you're Eagles you're excited, fan, huh? you're like excited, weird huh? fan. Like he's like Where's doubted he him all year. He's from oh, Philly. You're that guy. And no, then no, no, I'm just very realistic. Respect. Yeah, yeah they're weird yeah. over in Philadelphia. Really? They always think they're gonna lose. Well, my dad played for the Giants. Oh, dope. Right. So I root for the New York Giants usually. I played That's in fun. the NFL. Did you know that? No, I didn't. Yeah. See, where the hell you been? Like, oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> he played for the Bucks. He yeah. played for John. I was a quarterback. Right. Yeah. Then he played for the Broncos and the Titans. Yeah. He's seen his. He almost died on the field. That's why he's. Just football. I, it is. It is why I'm just yeah, football. I'm like a dad, yeah, exactly. and like Bleacher Report just yeah, makes yeah. me cool. That's all that's going on here. <laughs> I can so see that. Let me ask you, let me ask you the, the, the Philly game. Are you yeah. cool? You're cool yeah, with it talk? now? No, no. First thing before we even ask him about the game, okay. we have to play off what he just asked you. Do you think the way your divisional game ended, do you think that hurt you guys going into the championship game? Because it's just it was such an amazing play. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's asking about it. When did it finally yeah. get put away to where you go, okay, let's focus on Philly? You know, we... I mean, we went to work and we had to do everything. Like, right. you know, work consumes you. So that new week, it was new week, new plays, new things to get done. I would say it wasn't no carryover, but you know, I don't, I can't speak for everybody. You know, as far as like mentally and and that moment could have been so so draining. You don't know. But yeah. For me, I, I went back to work. I was trying to make another one. You know, I wanted I wanted to win. So uh, everybody was on the same page. I felt like all week we worked for that, and you know, it just didn't shake out the way we wanted right, to mostly. Right. Yeah. yeah. And then Philadelphia. Yeah, they played their best. They played their best. Nick Foles had his best game. Maybe yeah, ever, other than the seven us. touchdowns against Oakland us. Raiders. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember. Yeah, you don't that. remember that. No. Yeah, like he's going to bring up Eagle shit from five years ago. <laughs> oh, except for that one day in October. Like, yeah. I'll never forget it. That's what I named my son Nick. <laughs> um, so when I, I talked to you earlier this season, and you were like, Case Keenum's a dog. Yeah. And he's got that fight in him. And we've been, like, standing on the podium for Case Keenum all year. And now we're at a time where you all got three quarterbacks. Yeah. How do you as a player, you're going to get asked about it all fucking I am, week. I got, asked, I got asked a couple times already. How do you handle that? 
for me, I'm going to tell y'all, the political answer. Yeah, yeah. what's the political answer? Right. I play receiver. You know, right. I catch the ball no matter who's throwing the ball. That's you above my pay grade. Yeah, I don't so. make that decision. <laughs> <laughs> what's, the, what's the real but talk? I would, I would say, for us, it's a great position to be in. You know, we got three good quarterbacks. Yeah. I don't make the decision, but, you know, I feel confident whoever we pick. We have a question. We have wondered for a long time. I love Teddy. I covered Teddy yeah. in college. We all like five. Teddy. We, like for, yeah, I like five. Yes. Why is there seemingly this, like, mythical relationship? Like, when people talk about Teddy, your yeah. coach, your player, everyone's like, Teddy Bridgewater. Why? If you ever, like, spent time with Teddy and you kicked it with him and, like, you know, you get to know him as a person, like, he's a good person. Right. Like, you know, some people you come across, like, uh, they're kind of fake good people. You know, some people you got good people sometimes. He's just an all-around good dude. And you want, you want the best for him because he's such a good person, you know. And seeing that how he got hurt and stuff like that was unfortunate because, you know, he's such a great person. Yes. You know what I'm saying? That's why people are so And it's authentic. So it's real. You know what I'm saying? That's why you ride with him. Did, did you guys think it was weird, though? Like, and again, this is not a bad against Teddy. I, more about just the fact that, like, Zimmer would not give Keenum praise there, like, in week 10, 11, yeah, he like, 12. He Even though he was ass. playing amazing. He, oh, we're going to wait till if we name him the starter or whatever it may be. In the locker room, are you guys buying that or are you just whatever i mean now for us you know uh shit we we, we go to battle with the guy every day you yeah know, it doesn't really matter to right. us for us you know what i'm saying we're gonna ride with him but as our like our coach if you know him if you've seen him or talk to him like he's he doesn't give nobody praise like he's yeah. not with mm-hmm. the old praising thing or like you're gonna have to make him into a believer by winning on a consistent basis like winning a couple games he d- it's not gonna move him yeah you know yeah saying? more so damn near went blind yeah, yeah he don't he so you know he's not gonna be easily moved right. so it doesn't like Nothing impresses him. You're going to have to do something, actually. I went through all the teams that you faced this year, and I'm curious which corner stood out to you. So Marcus Lattimore was out Mm -hmm. there, Darius Slay, Josh Norman, Tremaine Johnson, all of the guys on Cincinnati, Mm -hmm. all of the guys on Philadelphia. Who really caught your attention this year? Who was the pain Um, in the butt for you? I would say... uh, who had his? Who had a great year this year? And it kind of no, like no, so no, just you your toughest. Like, like, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. I would say I like Slay. I Darius like Slay. Slay. Yeah. I like he doesn't he, get a lot of credit. I like, I like the way he and plays. Lions fans hit us up all the time. And like give Slay. Yeah. What are what is the nation missing with Darius Slay? Uh, probably just because where he's at, like Detroit. I mean, he probably doesn't get a lot of attention or something. And what like makes that, him but, so good? Uh, he's athletic. He's athletic. Like I would say, he moves. He's moving. He moves like an athlete out there. Like some corners are big technique guys, but he moves all around like a good athlete. He's a four-two guy coming fast, out. Fast, I mean, he can yeah. fly. Really? Yeah, so, he was fine. All right, so here's how this works. Uh-oh. You are what being paid by Old Spice. Smell me later. Am I? At, yeah, do are I you know? sure? Yeah, it's, yeah, right? That's you. I, I, I don't know. Am I? <laughs> You're not <laughs> yeah, sure? I, I well, here's yeah. how we do fine, this. Fine, you can come here for free then. <laughs> I want you to pitch us on Old Spice, okay. and we're going to give you one through ten how you are as a salesman. All right, all right. Because, okay. yeah. like, the Stephon Diggs. You better just have ten. Stephon Diggs. No, we don't. There's a one there. Stephon Diggs, the receiver, might be a nine or ten, but we're not sure about the salesman. Sorry. All right. Let me know when you guys are ready. We're ready. We're ready. We're ready. Old Spice is introducing a new scent. It's a premium scent. Um, it's called New Captain. Ooh. You know, it's from our red collection. You know, red is big with Old Spice. Yes. So, love it. Um, it's, it's just affordable. You know, it's a premium scent that's affordable. You don't want to pay a $100, $200 to smell great. I don't. Right. You know, this is an everyday great smell thing. It's right. deodorant, and you can just pop it on it. Let's have a good day. Damn. Wow. Okay. Like an eight? Is that like an eight or something? Let me seven? go. I'm going to figure this out. Don't, don't look at my shoes, man. Don't be looking at my shoes. Okay. I'm going What? Stuff you, my... Homer. You kiss ass. Hey. You such a hey. kiss hey. ass. Hey. Hey. Oh, man. Hey. Sturdy. That was sturdy. <laughs> 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 Stefan Diggs. He is truly up and coming. 
You have slept on him for too long. He's no longer the guy that has exceeded his fifth-round draft. He is now a guy that has made legendary history (laughs) in an NFL (laughs) divisional game. And now... Championship. You're going to be everywhere. I hope so. I'm gonna, we're going to watch you grow, and we're going to see you in New York. I'm we're going to get yeah, you some bleacher report swag. Give me my sweatshirts. We will. Just come visit us. Yeah. And I'm you let us know. And then we'll do like an hour podcast where we get into like anything you All right, no, we want him to come. He doesn't want to sit with us for an oh, hour. We don't have like that like light that just shines on me and you just talk to me. Like, no. No, 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 no. We're, we're like way this. better looking than you. <laughs> we're gonna, you're going to be just <laughs> equally <laughs> as lit <laughs> as us. <laughs> Stefan Diggs, the man, the myth, the legend. Appreciate you, brother. Appreciate you. man. Thanks, bro. Do you want to start a skull chant with all these Vikings fans? No, I'm trying to get out of here, bro. start right there. Yeah, let's do that. Me- <laughs> Please don't. Do you believe in yes. our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ? <laughs> uh, I, I want to say this. We, for the longest time, have looked at the offense in Kansas City yeah. and seen the West Coast flow, and we've gone, man, I, I just want to see more. Yeah. And you came out this year like a ball of fucking fire, and we were high-fiving each other going, Alex Smith is Bobby Bombs Away. Bobby yeah. Bombs Away. <laughs> yeah. Because at times I would say the offense is Charlie Checkdown. Yeah. Okay? And yeah. I would even say that to you about you at times. If you okay. want to punch All me right. or call me an okay. asshole, no go right right now. No worries. Punch but, him in the face. But, yes, I mean, this year, your play, phenomenal. Really? Yes. No, thank you. Yes. Thank you. Did it feel you as good for you as thank it did for us? It felt, yeah, it, it was awesome. It was fun. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I I, feel like I've tried to push for that more and more, right, especially as a lot of that's kind of crept into the league. I like doing all that stuff. I feel like it plays in my strengths. Right. Um, you know, so it was fun. It was fun to kind of this year really kind of take it to the next level instead of, like you guys said, like dabbling in it. Like, oh, a little bit here and a little bit there. Right. Um, to really kind of say, you know what, we're going to, like, we're going to kind of live in this a little yeah, more, right? Yeah. And and to do it, and then to have a lot of the guys that I feel like can do it, you know, to uh, you know, obviously to, to you know, like Tyreek and Kelsey and these guys Man. And, and Kareem, you know, it's fun. It was fun, and all these guys have done this, right? They've all played. They all like playing in space. Yeah, they've bet. all they've all done it. So we're still using West Coast terminology, but certainly not uh, not the stuff that that you know, obviously of, of the olden days. Do you call, what do you call slant and flat? I mean, we called it smoke. Dragon. You're dragon. Dragon. And then what do you call double slant? Do you call it bangle or lion? What do lion. you call it? Lion. We call it bangle lion. and dragon yes. lion. Okay, yes. I got you. All right, I'll know that next time I see you check into that, I'll, I'll make the sure. The old to, dragon, yes. Yeah. I'm more of a hippo. You know? You're more of a hippo. Yeah. Is there Flamingo. a faster human you've ever seen in person than Tyree Kill? No, absolutely not. Right? Not at all. I mean, it's unbelievable. Nope, nope not even close. Do, do, Especially with a ball, like, like. I mean, it's one thing just to run a 40. Right. You know, but like to actually track down a football, like when it's, to keep your speed running, yes. like with, the, and, and to also have the spatial awareness and track it down and then make crazy catches. Uh, no, no one, no one like him. Was it hard to get, like sometimes with those fast No, guys, it's, it's really, hard. like, well, for yeah. me, it's really nice because he's so fast that it really kind of takes the thinking out of it, right? Like, I don't have to there. like worry about like, oh, am I going to throw overthrow him? Am I right. going to underthrow him? Like, I got to get it right. No, nope. nope. You just get back and just throw it. Just let it go, rip, and he goes rip, and gets just it. Just rip it. You <laughs> used to tell story Sims about Joey Galloway, yeah. And you'd say he'd get the ball in space, and you would just be amazed. Yeah. What, what is it like? Even a little dump off. Do you become uh, a fan on the field? For sure. Yeah. I mean, it, and he can do so many different things from handoffs to little obviously receiver screens and crossing routes. Uh, to then obviously just, you know, hucking it downfield. Yeah. So, yeah, it's fun. I mean, he's 
throwing he's interceptions so in the end zone. He does everything. <laughs> yeah, that, that was, man. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, he's it, it's fun. I mean, it's fun to do all that stuff too, to, right? Yeah. To, to be able to put all that stuff in to get creative. Uh, no question. Uh, fun to watch. I mean, for a second-year guy, that's what's crazy for me. To right. I mean, he's only been playing receiver for like two years. Yeah, you know, right. he hasn't been playing that long. So uh, he's he's a ton of fun. He's awesome, awesome to play with. So you guys uh, share a teammate, uh, both at towards the end of his career, Randy Moss. Yes. You guys both play with old Randy, Randy Moss. Old yes. Randy. And Sims. I mean, Sims. Sims. You might have. What the best did he, hands did he, he call you, Smith? You're pretty good. That's close. Yeah. Smith. 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 <laughs> what what was old Randy Moss like? I mean, we all grew up watching him, right? right? And like, I mean, he maybe one of the greatest, right, ever, right. Uh, Randy. And then, yeah, it was fun playing with him, right? Just kind like of a coming human. back out of, kind of came back out of retirement there for us, and, and came back and playing. But awesome, so smart, had so many stories, yeah. funny, great joker, uh, can throw it, can loves throw to, it, loves to play catch. Yeah, did you play like the like target, the target game, game all the time? Yes, loves to play catch. Uh, Two points for the face, one person. point for the chest. Yes, yes. Yeah. that's all just we such, did. Such a unique person, you know, and, and just a trip to play with. But uh, could still go get it. He still found that gear, could elevate, find the ball, you know. So it was fun. He, like, you know, you ne- I never imagined I'd play with him. So it was. Uh, he brought gambling cool. into our locker room too. He was great we, at bringing uh, dice. Occasionally, dice. that did happen. Yeah, yes. I bet. Yes, I bet. That occasionally. Yes, right. I, I'm realizing this right now. Have you ever seen the Key and Peele skit? Where like there's Barack Obama and then there's like his translator. Yes, and like, he's anger. telling him what he's really thinking. Yeah, I, I feel one. like I want to be that for you for me? so bad. Should we, we could do that. I feel like there's been so many times in your career where you're like, we're like, so how yes. do you feel about this younger person? Yeah. and you're like, you know what? Respectfully, and I just would be like, motherfucker, that's my spot. Leave me alone. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. We're winning yeah. games yeah. because yeah. It, it's you had just you're having fucking deja vu right now. Super athletic young quarterback comes in. I firmly believe that that's why you were. I thought you were motivated by it in the beginning of the year. Yeah, uh, people kept by asking Mahomes me that, right? In. Like, oh, well, why is this year different? Like, all of a sudden, we're, we like led the league in downfield passing and all this stuff. Is it because of that? Like, I don't know. To be honest, I felt like it had more to do with the offense, with Nags's imprint. Yeah, Matt Nagy. I mean, really, kind of getting more. Get to we did more of that. He brought more of it in, and obviously, um, so. Uh, but certainly, and then having the guys, right? We got a bunch of playmakers, yeah, and, and right. uh, those guys making me look good. So uh, that being a part of it, I don't, I don't know if you know the people kept asking me about that. You I'm know, sure. oh, drafting Pat, does that play into it? Has that changed anything? I don't know. You know, maybe on a, a subconscious level. Yeah. Uh, certainly not something I was, you know. When you're uh, done, are you a chief or a niner? Uh, no idea. His story's not over yet. That, he might go yeah. somewhere else and go yeah. five years and win he's a gonna Super Bowl. He's going to win a fucking yeah, Super Bowl with the Jaguars. A lot of years left. Yes. Yeah. Dude, I, you're going to win a Super Bowl with the Jaguars, and it's going to be fucking sick. <laughs> all they need is all for right. you to go. Yeah, come on. Yes. Just play along. Yes. So you're going to go. Dude, all they I'm need is someone yeah, that can throw you. a okay. slant. Let's go. Dragon. Dragon. Excuse me. Come on. Get the shit straight, left. Terminology. Yeah, no, seriously, though. On that subject, I mean, all players look for that, oh, I'm disrespected. i got to prove myself. Yeah. You truly have been in a lot of ways. I mean, uh, you know, you've done some great things with the 49ers and Chiefs. Yeah, yeah. Do you feel like you get overlooked sometimes from that capacity? Oh, yeah, that you're not into this uh, elite category. Oh, yeah, right. You know, that's the um, word. Yeah, yeah, oh, for sure that drives you, no question. Yeah. I'd be lying if I said it, it didn't. Uh, yeah, oh, the game manager thing, like all that, right? I, I don't certainly play for that right. at all. No. But certainly there's times when, yeah, you, you would manage you the game. that for sure. Well, right. Or you use it, I'm saying, like in the offseason. Oh, yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah, you gotcha. use all this, that, you know, that, that stuff out there. So um, without a doubt, 
so yeah, you, you, I, I take all that. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Okay. I'm curious. Uh, Favre came out with Rogers and was like, "It's not my job to yeah, mentor yeah, yeah, somebody." Yeah. How do you play really well and also teach? How, do, yeah. how does one do that? I, so people ask me that. The same thing with the cab thing, and, and yeah. now with Pat, and and uh, my answer's kind of the same. Listen, I'm I'm going to be me. I'm, yeah. I'm going to be myself. If if they're good teammates, they come in right, and they're doing it the right way. Like, I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go out of my way not to do something, right? I'm not gonna like hide things and not talk. At the same time, though, I'd also don't like hey, let me put on my teacher hat and right. Like, yeah, I'm, yeah. Now it's I'm gonna be an instructor. That That's, I don't view my job as that. Right. But I'm all, if they're a good teammate, I'm gonna be a good teammate. Right. And if I see something, I'll say something. Um, but I don't. I just view that as being a good person and a good teammate, right? Like I, I view that as a relationship. And uh, both Cap and Pat have been been good teammates right they've been they're, they're respectful they work hard they put in the time they sacrifice they haven't these guys haven't been uh dicks or anything you know what i'm yeah, saying so yeah. they haven't, no you're like totally so they right. have i don't they're not like hey old man give me no the right like pat's or i'm come, awesome pat, and just yeah. let me do my so, thing so pat's come in and has been awesome right so like yeah certainly if i see something uh that i feel like i should tell him am i help him i'm not gonna like yeah i better not tell him i, I don't i don't I don't, keep this yeah, I don't yeah i don't view that like i don't want to live like that i don't know that's not who i alex am alex smith is no. a good motherfucker no i, feel, I feel like we feel never like, doubted that though no. we never <laughs> never doubted. i feel like if you're living like that like there's something wrong yeah right? that's, if that's what you're like prioritizing right i got other stuff i should be worrying about like maybe going to win in a game and playing well i got the last thing is like what should i say to him and like, yeah, right, 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 like right. that's ridiculous so Wait, so I do we I mean first of all I, a few of your takes during the year with the whole Kaepernick issue yeah, right yeah and the social injustice yeah, yeah, is there yeah, yeah. I mean first of all I have tremendous respect for the stand you made you're one of the few guys that really kind of spoke out against yeah. it and more needed to be like you honestly but Just not be afraid yeah I mean right uh, I mean the world is crazy right now it pisses me off that he didn't get in the NFL I mean you know just kind of talk about what yeah what what it all yeah, went it's down still, and just it's how it's so crazy. amazing right it's still I can't crazy even, to me that like the trajectory he was on uh and the ability and that yeah he's not not playing i you i would never have said that if you'd asked me that you know five years ago uh wouldn't have thought that was possible at, at the same time certainly didn't see this path for him you know a lot of this you know happened since i was out of there so it was hard for me to comment on that side yeah, of it right. but but from a from a teammate perspective from a work ethic and a talent like those three things uh, couldn't imagine that he that he's not still playing. I mean, it's crazy that he's yeah. not. I mean, yeah. the fact that if, for somebody to think he's not one of the 64 best quarterbacks yeah. in football, yeah. it was yeah. stupid. No doubt. Yeah. 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 I got a good one. So there's a few things in the NFL that don't make sense to us. We have a rule, grass not turf. I don't understand why anyone plays on turf. I feel like all the injuries happen on turf. It doesn't make sense. Another thing that I don't understand is you are on the board of a helmet called the Zero One Helmet, yep, correct? Yep, yes. You're one of like six dudes in the NFL yep, that yep, wear it. Yeah. It is scientifically proven to, to keep your brain yeah, safer, yeah, yeah. and yet it's not mandatory in the NFL. Yeah. You, Richard Sherman, yeah, I read about Russell, it, and I yeah. went, this is next-level shit. The yeah. teams probably don't want to pay for the and helmet. That, and that's expensive. what it is. It's $4 more than how, the other one. How can they talk about player safety when you have something that scientifically went head-to-head and yeah. won, and it's not mandatory? Yeah, I, I mean, don't get it. It's To be honest, it's still up to ultimately the team, what they provide, and then the player. So, like, our, our equipment guys are awesome. They if, 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 all, if every guy wanted it, they would get it for every single oh, guy. People choose not to... <laughs> Some guys still choose to wear, like, the, the same one. high school they wore in, in, in high school, their high school helmet. I'd have been that <laughs> idiot. I didn't you know, because that's the way they've been. <laughs> right. So I believe in tradition uh, and superstition, yeah. and this is uh, what I always do. 
I, I think it'll. I think it's going to just continue to grow more and more. I think it was kind of it, it, the the aesthetic of it too. Like, oh, it looks different. Yeah, so guys like don't want to wear it. Stuff it's like a little, it grew on it's me a little though, bigger as the year went you know? on. Yeah, and, and I think it will. It's kind of like that original. What was that original? Oh uh, yeah, Rydell yeah. I know. Right. Looked weird. Right. The one Peyton looked weird. Wore at yeah, first. Looked, you're like, what the weird. hell is that? Yeah. And then and then a couple years later, it's like yeah. everybody's wearing yeah. this. So. And then you're like, man, Peyton's has gigantic. Yes. Every helmet looks yes. stupid on him. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I think that'll happen with the with the vices because uh, it's off the charts better. And then the team that the money thing's ridiculous though, because if one guy misses a game, that paycheck that week. Could buy how many helmets? Right. right. I mean, like, uh, dude, the fact that the, the NFL is so cheap is crazy and everything. Well, I want to get to your plug, but I, I one more question yeah. for you is: so much has been made about Aaron Rodgers's pettiness when it comes to the draft and like everyone yeah, exactly. like yelling at coaches and like being upset. Yeah. What is your interaction? Because you guys went through that together. Yeah, together. Yeah. So, together. what are your inter- interactions like before the games and stuff like that? Aaron and I uh, hate each other. Yeah, no, despise uh, that guy. Yeah, what no, no. Honestly, we're uh, honestly uh, really pretty good friends. Yeah, Aaron and I like good. I was going to say like, you're I, look, I look forward. I look forward to seeing him. Uh, we talk a lot. Uh, we always kind of chatted up. I feel like uh, he and I are pretty good. Pretty good buddies. That's awesome. Uh, having gone through all that uh, stuff together, right? Right. We were kind of in the same boat. We were both underclassmen. We decided to come out, and then all the comment, all the stuff, and obviously he and I are always kind of linked uh, forever. You know, obviously same draft. So. Uh, yeah, but yeah, he and I get along really well. I want to make sure because I kick his ass if he was mean. I mean, with your fucking eyelashes, bro. <laughs> I, mean, I think I, the, uh, I think I, I can't even imagine them not because I, just the little interaction I've had with Aaron Rodgers, I think they're on the same wave level as far as the way humans. they think and think. Yeah. Yes. All right, so here's how we do this at Sims and Lefko. You are here for what brand? FedEx. So here's how this is going to work. I'm going to make you earn your money. Yeah. You're going to give us the FedEx pitch. I'm not going to help you at all. Yeah. And we're going to rate you one from ten how you Sweet. are as a salesperson. All right, here we go. Tell me and now, Alex Smith for FedEx. So I am a uh, finalist this year for the FedEx Air Player of the Year Award, mm-hmm. uh, along with uh, Wentz, Wentz and, this, and this guy named Brady. <laughs> and uh, so the cool thing, though, FedEx is going to cut a check for fifty grand to the USO in the name of the winner. I would love that to be my name. Um and so they have a partnership with the USO, and they're sending, this time of year, they're sending football packages to all the servicemen and women all over the world um, to kind of keep them connected to back home, and, and obviously this time of year with the Super Bowl connected to football. Um, so obviously I'm, you know, uh, what the freedoms in the country we live in and, and, and the freedoms that the servicemen and women in this country provide, uh, very thankful for. So uh, cool to be connected with on, on both sides, not only the, uh, the award, uh, but just what they're all about. Uh, and so, yeah, pumped. And, and FedEx, people can go online and vote uh, for who they deserve to be uh, the winner. It's uh, NFL.com backslash FedEx. There is some way to tweet and do that as well, but I don't know that one. Well done. Um, so, like, Alex Smith. Uh, there's like, some. Yeah, Aaron Ground, I think the, the guy's name. And that'll affect Ground. your final grade. Aaron right Ground. There. I'm not on social media, so that's uh, tough yeah. for me. Good but, for you. Me neither. Yes. So, yeah, uh, it's a, I mean, how could you not like it? It's a win-win all the way around. Uh, yeah, just uh, obviously humbled to be a, a finalist and uh, cool to be connected with uh, what FedEx and USO are doing. What'd Fair. you give it? I got. I, you gave. I gave a six. I gave it an eight. It was a lot of information there. He did remember and a lot of part information. Of it. There was a um and a little um, <clears throat> and that I took got, away. I'm gonna from be it. honest. I was gonna make it a ten because like I was like, man, this is our U.S. men and women, and yeah. and I really want to support them. Uh, but it was but, just fair. Huh? But look, you're. I'm doing this to motivate you. Okay, thanks. <laughs> okay, thanks. You have a ton of. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> Fucking motherfucker. Uh, super happy for you, man. Yeah, thank you. you. You've had a really awesome career, and it's not done yet. That's right. I think That's there's right. Jacksonville, Jets, Denver, <laughs> Giants, Arizona, Kansas City. I could. I think you go. Man, I'm fucking pumped. Yeah, we're we're, we're happy you we're came and hung out with us, man. We are rooting yeah. for you. Yeah. Pumped you didn't say Cleveland. No, no, don't do that. Don't do it to yourself. Why? No reason. Yes. You just don't want to go. No, I'm just messing. No, but it's, is that a, is that a message to Dorsey? I'm uh, just messing around. <laughs> He's just messing around. <laughs> I purposely didn't write it down because I go in my head. I went Alex Smith. What does he want to do at this time of his career? He wants to fucking win. No, sh- yeah, no, no oh, shit. Say it. No, no shit. Question. Yeah. yeah. We want you to keep winning. Yeah. Alex Smith, man, myth, legend. Appreciate you, dude. Thank you. Thank Thanks you. Yep. Uh, Alex Smith, incredible eyelashes. Unbelievable eyelashes. I mean, mesmerizing. I think it's very funny, actually, if you think about the three guys we had today. Yeah. All disrespected in their own way. Stefan Diggs went fifth round. Terps. Kirk Cousins has is still, in some people's minds, an average quarterback. Yeah, right. And Alex Smith has had a career, even though he went first overall, half of it was defined as a bust. Yeah. And then the rest has gone, yeah, but what about his backup? Yeah, he looks more athletic. I know. And we talked about it kind of with all of them, yep. but they all had great years. They did. And they all kicked fucking ass, man. They, they really did. I, I mean, look. They were very enjoyable, all of them. Yeah. I mean, a lot of fun. Diggs is cool. Uh, I always just get a kick out of, like, what you say. I mean, guys come over here. They don't know what to expect. No. And we break the mold for them. And then when we get done, they're like, hey, I'm going to be in New York. I want to come see you yeah, guys. I want to hang out with you Right. Guys. And that, that's very office. gratifying, to, I think, for you and for me because it tells me that we, we did a good interview and they had a good time. Yeah. I think we're having fun. Uh, tomorrow will be awesome. By the way. If you're subscribed to iTunes, awesome. Thank you. Uh, I don't know if we're going to get to iTunes reviews this week. That might be more for coming up. So I'll save all of them. I'll make sure I get to them. But as always, we are posting all of our interviews and our shows onto YouTube. So YouTube, Sims, and Lefko. And on tomorrow's show, I'm guaranteeing that we're going to have Alvin Kamara and Deshaun Watson. Yeah. And we're probably going to have more than that. But those two, man, I'm excited. Lock it in. It can end right there for me. That's going to be as fun as it gets. Just get you out of here after that? Well, I would love that. Yes. Just young guns. Man, young studs who are going to be like faces of their franchise and key players for this league for at least the next, you know, Watson, of course, got a longer shelf life because he's a quarterback. Yeah. But at least the next six to eight years. What do you think of this weather? I mean, I don't ever go outside really much. I mean, right. it's, it's in oh, and can out. Can you go underground tunnel here? No, but, like, I get it, I get in a car, like, right away. NBC picks me up. Yeah. Right hey. up. <laughs> Big money. Yeah, and, and then, uh, so I haven't had to deal with it, but I feel like that cold stretch we got in the Northeast, like, a few weeks ago. Us. It definitely did. Yeah. yeah. Who was the guy that me and Fendrick saw on the first floor? Oh, Nick Casario. Oh, oh that is awesome you saw yeah, Nick Casario. Yeah, so we, we've talked about him before. He's like the pretty much acting general manager of the, the Patriots, even though Bill Belichick is the general manager. Yeah. And me and Fendrick were going to go shopping for candy for his girlfriend. And I look and I see Nick Casario using the directory. Of course he is. Efficient. In, out. And Where I, am I going? And I stop him and I go, hey, Nick, how you doing, man? And he goes, uh, and I go, hey, man, Adam Lefko, I do a show with Sims. He's always talking about you. He says you're great. He goes, all right, cool. And he walked away, and I definitely thought he was like, how the fuck did they spot me? I need to get out of here. My cover's been blown. He, he, he is. He, and he's also thinking like, damn. Are people going to stop me? I need to go do this and walk there like I'm walking a speedathon and come back. You've seen the players walking around the mall, right? Yeah. I still can't get over that, that the the players in the Super Bowl are walking around the Mall of America 
undetected. Wait, did you see the like the the whole opening ceremony last, last night? Last night, yeah. You know when they had like you know Brady and Foles sitting next yep. to each other and McCourty and Jenkins. Like, there's no. There's no fucking way I would do that if I was. I would not want to do that. I bet you Brady did not like that last night. The fact that he's hanging out. Well, it's it's you're trying to win the Super Bowl. You're trying like I, I don't want to like the guy I'm sitting next to or about to play. I, I just don't want to do that. That would drive me crazy. As I will say this though, I don't want to like it. But when I saw what Bill Belichick wore coming off the plane, yeah, I liked it. You know what he why he wore it, right? It was a dad's hat, yeah, right? But so, it's interesting. When does Bill Belichick allow emotions and sentiment to come in? Brady dropping the mic at his thing. Um, also, why did the Patriots come out a day later than the Eagles? Uh, I think they've done this the past few years. Just routine? Yeah, it's routine. They practiced on Sunday in yeah. New England. Uh, and I believe, if I've heard correctly, basically Tuesday they had to do that charade. Or no, Monday, of course, they right. had to travel. I'm sure they probably had a meeting and maybe a mini walkthrough before Damn. they did it. But then I, I'm pretty sure today they kind of had a real easy day as well. So that's the, the advantage they have. This is not their first rodeo no. here, and that's where they got your Eagles a little bit. The, the fact that he wore his dad's hat. Yeah. What do you, what do you think that means for the Eagles? Um, Let's really read into this. Yeah, there's enough deep in the weeds. There's nothing to read into with Bill. He is as focused as can be. I, you know, I think he's just paying a little, you know, respect to his father who was so special to him. And he's probably going, damn, this whole thing's, it's coming to an end here in the next few years. Who knows? Maybe this is the last Super Bowl I'm at. Mm. And maybe he wanted his dad to be a part of it. Don't let those emotions get into your head, Bill. It might impact your play call. He laughed twice last night. I How know. dare he? smiled. I know. Speaking of uh, messing with people's heads, are we getting up at 6 in the morning again to go fuck with Sims tomorrow on oh, the radio? I don't know. Sims, did you like that? I did like it. My we, kids liked it more than anybody. Yeah, so we went at like 6.50 in the morning and we held up a sign, uh, Sims Hearts Bortles. And and where's, where's your, spleen? your spleen? And uh, apparently, the Jaguars fans thought we were Jaguars fans. Right. And we're like, we're the best fan base ever. Stick it to Sims. Yeah. And I'm like, no, motherfucker. It was, yeah. it was no, Sims Go podcast. Just funny. Sorry. Sorry. What Florio think? Was he a, oh, he no, like the They signs? got really nervous at first, right? Yeah, because they were like, hold up the signs. Well, they, and, and somebody got in my ear right before you're we going to come on air. And they were like, Chris, turn around. What do those signs say? <laughs> And I was like, oh, don't worry about them. I know them. And they're like, oh, okay, okay, okay. So they let it be back there for one segment. But I don't think they wanted you guys to. No, they came out and they're like, you've had enough You've had time. enough time. See no, you but later. Your, your kids saw it? The kids saw it. They saw the signs. They thought it was funny. They didn't even place it that it was you holding the signs. That's awesome. My wife had to go, look. It's Adam holding the sign, and that brought it to a whole new level. Canvasser was the expert sign maker last night because he's had a lot of experience going to wrestling matches and making signs. That's embarrassing. So, yeah, he was good to go last yeah, night. Yeah, we literally hung out after dinner. It was like me, Gabe, Steinmetz, and then we, Ashley, former Bleacher Report employee. Yeah, the sign making contingent. Just hanging out and making signs. Oh, yeah, some beer. I'm so bad I'm mad I missed out on that night. Jeez, you guys are having fun at the Super Bowl. That's what huh? you get when you don't stay at the oh, higher place. Who's this stranger? Yeah, what's going on? Us? What are you doing? What's nah. up? What's up? Sounds okay. awesome. We'll let you have that. Okay. NBC Perfect. Cincinnati tonight at six. Okay. Ooh. All right. Got gotcha. you. Nice.
All right. Guys, uh, thank you so much. Honestly, it's been really cool. We've had a number of fans come up to us, talk to us. It's it's just been enjoyable. Yeah. This feels like the end of our year, too, even though, look, all the interviews that we're doing this week, we're going to be giving to you for the next few weeks, and we're making sure they're all awesome. I mean, we talked to Orlando Pace today, yeah. and Orlando was like, listen, if you want me to call in during the draft and break down offensive linemen, yeah, I'll do he it. Down. So he's fucking down. Right. So we're excited. Uh, so what do you got for me? I was just going to say, if you're in Minneapolis, if you're at the Mall of America, yes. come into the mall, Pepper Palace, and GameStop. We're, We're right, right over there. We're right on the railing. Light blue tablecloth, Sims, easy. Fed come on, I'm going to be on, on the news tonight in Cincinnati, and you're hitting me on that? Good. Come That's on. That's how they know our relationship. Please. That's amazing. We don't hide. Four Sims. Peace out, homies. Four Fendrick. Good evening, everybody. <laughs> M-E-L-E-F-K-O-E. Man. Says goodnight, fellas, people, women. We love you. Sims and Lefko, episode 151. We will be back all week. Check us out. Instagram, Sims Lefko. Twitter, Sims Lefko, and of course, YouTube. Love you guys.